from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome back to Screeners Podcast. I'm Daniel. This is Chad. I'm Chris. And I'm Melody. And we are back again to talk all things media. Uh, I missed last week's episode about Arrival, but I am back now and I'm excited for what we've got going on. Before we get into the episode, as always, we we love to hear from our fans. We want to hear what you guys are watching and what you guys think about what we're talking about. So hit us up on Facebook, uh, follow us on Twitter at ScreenersCast, and hey, you can even email us if that's your thing, ScreenersCast at gmail.com. All right, now that that's out of the way, let's get into the main event. Welcome to the main event. In this week's main event, we have Disney's latest animated release, Moana. For generations, this peaceful island has been home to our family. But beyond our reef, a great danger is coming. Legend tells of a hero who will journey to find the demigod Maui. And together, they will save us all. Maui, shapeshifter, demigod of the wind and sea, I am Hero of men. What? It's actually Maui, shapeshifter, demigod of the wind and sea, hero of men. I interrupted from the top, hero of men. Go. I'm not going on a mission with some little girl. This is my canoe, and you will journey to different. Did not see that coming. The ocean is a friend of mine. First, we gotta go through a whole ocean of bad. We're going to the realm of monsters. Don't worry, it's a lot farther down than it looks. All right, guys, so Disney is at it again. They just released uh, their newest animated movie, Moana, and uh, I can't wait to dive in. IMDb's summary of the movie is as follows. In ancient Polynesia, when a terrible curse incurred by Maui reaches the impetuous chieftain's daughter's island, she answers the ocean's call to seek out the demigod to set things right. The uh, soundtrack is partially produced uh, and written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, starring uh, The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Newcomer, I can't pronounce her name, but she is incredible. Uh, I'm not even going to try to butcher it, but uh, definitely uh, she does a great job as well. So I can't wait to talk about this film. Over the weekend, uh, the holiday in for the box office was over $84 million. That is crazy. I think it's number two all-time Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, Number one was Frozen, and Moana uh, is number two. So it is doing very well at the box office, I think destroying everything else in its wake. So let's talk about it a little bit. So, um, So, Chad, what did you think of Moana? We ended up over Thanksgiving seeing a different movie my family wanted to see. So I just saw this movie this afternoon so it's fresh oh wow fresh in my mind and in my heart and i I, as i do i tried to stay away from rotten tomatoes any kind of critique before i saw it (laughs) so i had no idea what people were thinking of this movie and i do have to say that the last run of disney movies 
uh, have been really pretty excellent. If you just look back at like Wreck-It Ralph was one of my favorite movies of that year. Frozen, take it or leave it, partly because my son has made me watch it 6,000 times. So that's probably, (laughs) but Big Hero 6 was great. Zootopia, I didn't like as much as you guys, but because all of those, you can't deny their quality, I did kind of expect this to be pretty good. I wasn't a huge fan of the trailers, um, not for any reason. I didn't think they were bad, but just seeing them, I, I wasn't excited about them. And so I went into this thinking, okay, well, let's, we'll just see. I saw the movie in an afternoon matinee show with about three other people. And, um, <laughs> and I have to say, this movie feels just like a big, wonderful, warm blanket on a cold night. <laughs> I mean, I just left feeling wonderful about life and about, first of all, from just a purely technical standpoint, I did not see it in 3D because, as, as we all know, don't like 3D. Um, and it was breathtakingly gorgeous. Some of the best animation I've ever seen. The water was gorgeous. The coral effects, the creatures, everything in this was just beautifully, beautifully rendered. Uh, so I love the visuals. I love the storyline. Uh, it's progressive without being in, you know, insufferable about being progressive, but it's just, it's just wonderful. Um, I thought Dwayne Johnson added just the right amount of kind of humor and levity that you needed. And it wasn't at all what I expected based on the trailers. Uh, I love the fact that it has, uh, a different kind of heroin at the at the center, and I thought the invent I thought the adventure overall is not it's certainly nothing new that we haven't seen before. But the way that it was executed, I thought was just delightful. I I loved it, and and that's my my short take is I really didn't know that I would love it, but man, I love it, and I, I can't wait for Cole to see it uh, as well. It was it was really great. Nice, awesome. All right, Daniel, how about you, man? What did you think? Uh, yeah, Ch- Chad is right. You know, uh, basically, my my surface level impressions are that that this isn't really much new. We've there's so many things about Moana Moana that we've seen so many times before. The empowered young girl throw off the constraints of her family and you know go out on her own. We we've seen this a hundred times in a hundred different Disney movies. But like a lot of Disney movies, it, it kind of forces you not to really care about that because it just kind of charms you, and that's exactly what Moana did. The biggest way that it charmed me with this film was was the music i loved the music in the movie i thought it was fantastic i've had it stuck in my head for a few days now you know we know the way is fantastic fantastic song how far i'll go great great music and then i agree again i agree with what chad said it's a beautiful movie animation was fantastic and uh definitely it it was pixar level kind of stuff um definitely higher than you know disney raised the bar here so yeah, I I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, even though the plot was pretty pretty familiar familiar, the the characters were fully fledged and it, they, they you really um, understood where they were coming from. Even if they're not the most new characters, they, they were really um, well acted. Yeah, it was just extremely enjoyable. So it's not groundbreaking, but this was a great a great movie for sure. Awesome. Okay. All right, Melody. How about you? What did you think of Disney's latest? Well, we had been building up this film with our kids for a long time since the trailer first came out because, uh, well, we're going to Hawaii next summer with them. So we're like, you know, getting all excited because we're going to Maui. So we've been building up the movie for them. So we're really hoping that they would love it. But I was pretty (laughs) confident they would love it because it's a movie in the theater and they would love probably pretty much anything. But, you know, you never know if we as adults are going to join in with the love. But obviously, from what you guys have said, 
completely agree. This was, you know, one of the, one of the top Disney movies in a long time. I don't agree that it's not something a little bit new, though, because I think it is a little bit new to really not have any um, of the romantic elements that are usually in Disney films. I don't I guess I can say too much without spoilers, but I don't know. That's probably pretty obvious from the trailer. Anyways, there's not much romantic elements in this film, and I think that's a giant change from most of the Disney films that we've seen. So I loved that. And I do think it is like a Pixar quality, heartwarming sort of a feel. But I think that the thing that the Pixar movies never had that the Disney movies always did have, well, not always did have, but the old classics did have, was the amazing music. And so I think you're right, Daniel. Like the the music to me is the biggest standout of this film. You know, as we were going along, I'm like trying not to get too attached to it, trying to decide like, am I liking this as far as the music goes? But as the movie continued, I just like loved it more and more. And now it's literally playing nonstop in our house, nonstop in our cars. We're all singing it like all the time. It's very it's it it reminds me of like me being a kid and like singing Aladdin all the time or Little Mermaid all the time. So I think it's like definitely a return to form as far as like bringing the heartwarming story that we all know and love from Disney films with like the amazing music that I think that is actually something a little bit different with this film, too. So. All in all, definitely loved it. I heard like some review or article or something saying that after experimenting for 80 years, Disney finally made the perfect movie, which I don't really necessarily agree with that. I don't think all of the 80 years have been experiments, and I'm not sure this is the best Disney movie ever, ever, ever made. But right now, it is is definitely the favorite in our home, and it is it is up there. It is up there in the top tier of Disney animated films. Gotcha. In my awesome. opinion. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. So I have that article open. It's an article from The Verge, if you'd like to go check it out. Uh, and the title is Moana Review. After 80 years of experiments, Disney has made the perfect Disney movie. And I think that is true. Simply because I feel like everything that we know, let's say you said, is all very familiar uh, everything in Moana hits very familiar beats, but I think Moana does it to such a amazing polish, such an amazing just presentation from the music, which is spectacular. This is Hamilton's creator, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who uh, wrote and put together most of the musical uh, pieces. So those those songs that your children are humming along to uh, and the ones that won't get out of your head. He's the one who probably wrote them. You're Welcome, I think, uh, is absolutely spectacular. The Rock does a great job there in injecting the right amount of humor and just kind of, it's a really great, uh, a really great showcase for him. Uh, so the music is spectacular. I think all the plot beats are really great. The characters are, are exactly who they need to be in order to get the, the point across. Moana is a very strong character. I think they've got some wonderful supporting cast that is quite funny. And some of them are quite scary and interesting. The shiny crab is a very interesting point in the film. Uh, and so all that stuff, just to say, I feel like all these pieces that Disney has been toying around with from uh, playing mythology from different parts of the world, uh, you know, from characters like Pocahontas and Mulan, Aladdin, all of these stories were very familiar with a, a strong central character, an amazing mythology and magic that is all around them, uh, some supporting casts that are colorful and, and very uh, funny and uh, interesting. And I feel like 
Moana has put all of those pieces together in a very entertaining way that I want to watch again. Uh, I enjoyed Frozen. Uh, I had a great time. I really liked it. But it wasn't a movie that I really wanted to go back and see time again and again. I feel like Moana is something that I do want to sit down and watch with my kids at least a couple more times. Maybe not the dozens of times that they're going to watch it, but a few more times just because I think it is it is that deep and they do a, a really good job. The music in particular, like I've already said, though, I find to be catchy and really well done. So if you haven't gone to see Moana, I cannot recommend it highly enough. I think it's the perfect family film, the perfect Disney movie. Uh, it is what you're expecting when you were seeing Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin when I was growing up in the early 90s. It's that kind of movie. It's that caliber. Disney Animation Studios is back, baby. No doubt. Uh, John Lasseter has taken over this company and they are just... They're doing some great, great work. So um, I can't recommend it highly, more highly. So uh, let's see uh, what you guys say. Chad, before we get into spoilers, would you recommend people to see this in the theater and take their kids, because it is obviously supposed to be a kid's movie, and take their kids kids with them if they have them? Yeah, for sure. If you, especially animation lends itself to uh, just beautiful visuals anyway. So this is a movie, even though I think it would still look gorgeous on a on an HD or a 4K monitor at home. It is even even better in the theater. So I would say definitely go yeah. if you have kids, absolutely take your kids. It's funny. It has a lot of interesting action that I think will will be delightful to them. The music as you guys have mentioned is is really good. Uh I ca- I couldn't help but compare it to some of the movies of my childhood, like you've already mentioned, you know, The Little Mermaids, The Aladdins, and it, it's it's pretty close to that level in a lot of ways. And I was I, I was thinking as I was watching it, man, my kids have a huge upgrade <laughs> over these yeah. experiences from when, I mean, I love The Little Mermaid, and I love the adventures and the poor unfortunate soul and fighting the sea witch and all that. And I was like, this is on a whole different level. Mm-hmm. You know, really the mama is. creatures and all that stuff. It's wonderful. Kids will love it. But adults will love it as well. So, yeah, see it in the theater. I didn't see it in, th- in 3D, so I can't speak to that. But definitely see it in the theater. It's gorgeous. Adults will love it, and kids will be entertained. Daniel, what say you? Certainly you should see it in theaters, and certainly you should take your kids. And uh, you'll enjoy it, too. It, you will not be bored by it. You'll have the song stuck in your head like I've had them stuck in my head. <laughs> so definitely go see it. Melody? Yes, absolutely. Go take your kids. And I'm one that is, you know, a little bit more picky on what I let my kids see and definitely what I let them see in the theater and, uh, you know, try to be sensitive on what's going to be too scary for them. Uh, There are like some scarier scenes in this film, but they will not leave feeling scared. Like they will leave feeling just very happy and comforted and wonderful. And everyone should see this movie straight away. That is a really good word for this movie, comforting. I, f- I feel like while watching this movie, I was just like, oh, yes. You said it, I think, in your review, Chad. It's like a warm blanket. You really feel like this is something that's familiar. This is something that's safe. This is something that is is wholesome and good, and I want to be here right now. So if you want to have that feeling, go see Moana. You will not regret it. All right, let's jump into spoilers. The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? There's so many places it would never occur to talk to 
However, the reason the Führer's brought me off my Alps in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur to me. Because I'm aware what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity. In the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. Okay, anything you guys want to say about uh, the movie, how it, it wrapped up, or some of the some of the other plot beat points that uh, maybe you expected or didn't expect? Anything? Did you, did you guys stay for the stinger at the end? No, I didn't know there was you didn't one. Know there was yeah, one. that's pretty funny. Was pretty <laughs> what was it? It was really funny. So it, it opens on the crab uh, still on his back, can't roll himself over, and he's like, "Help me! I need some help! I need some help!" And then he says, he just straight up says, he's like, if I were red and had a cool Jamaican accent and was named Sebastian, I bet you'd help me. You know, and it does this little hit and then it goes off. But it was really cute. That's it was really funny. But I, but I had probably six or seven people. Well, there were only three in the, in the room. So, but they were behind me. And so they were saying as they were leaving, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything after the movie. Let's just go. And then they left. And I, was like, and I, I thought I went through this whole thing because I'd already checked. And I was like, do I turn around and tell them that there is or not? And I didn't. I was a bad person today. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, they were kind of several rows back. And I was like, "Ah, whatever. Do your research. So anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out your your smartphone and just Google it, right? Come on, guys. Come on. Yeah, I had no idea. And we were with our kids. So it was just one of those, like, movies over. Let's go. (laughs) And the credit sequence is beautiful, by the way. It is. Yeah, no, it was. That was was pretty. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. All right. Yeah, no, that's interesting. That's a good uh, PSA. I feel like we should have said that before spoilers, uh, not at least the whole thing, but the uh, that there was one. But one thing I wanted to say, I, I feel like this movie does a really good job of helping kids connect with like layers of characters versus like pure evil versus pure good. Um, yeah. And my kids were actually talking about it. I wasn't even in the conversation, but the two of them were talking about it and just how one of them was like, there's there's not actually a real bad guy in in Moana. And they're like, you know, just talking about why different characters have the motivations they have or whatever. And like Mm. literally their favorite part of the movie is when is the the song where she parts the water and puts the heart back into to Fiti um, and sings that song about this is not who you are. You know who you are. And like both of our kids just love that so much. And it's just very just sweet and wonderful that they love that and like they get that the depth of the character and um, that struggle between good and evil so i loved that about this movie and i loved that they got that without me even having to pull it out of the movie yeah, yeah so. and they and, and they love the fact that moana is strong enough to see that in in what is the scary lava creature she's brave enough to stand up to her and to sh- give her her heart back and to 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 show her who she really is like it's yeah, I mean it's it is it is definitely a good picture of somebody standing up and being strong and being helpful rather than just pure like, you know, defeating a bad guy or, you know, hurting somebody or destroying something or whatever. It's a it's it's very similar to uh the way I feel like we talked about a couple of episodes back. Oh, what's the Marvel movie? Doctor Strange. Uh where it ends and you're you're expecting a big confrontation with this evil creature and then it doesn't go the way that you were expecting. Um, I, I just, I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah. And I have to be honest, I was really moved by that when they like yeah. touched heads at the end. And I was like, yeah. Oh man, that's really beautiful. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was really very nice. I think Two Melody touched on it too, but I think it is. I think it's interesting in this movie. It's and I'll reference it against Zootopia again. I know you guys loved it. Zootopia for me didn't land as purely as it did because it was to me so blatant in its messaging that it was it felt on the nose in a way that made it less enjoyable for me. Whereas mm. this movie, it certainly is trying to make all of the all of the normal plot twists or answers to problems or solutions that we normally get in a Disney movie, it tries to subvert those expectations while, of course, being inside a kind of typical hero's journey kind of thing. So, like, when uh, – what's a – what is it? Maui? Is that Dwayne Johnson's character? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Maui. Yeah. Yep. So when he would normally come in to rescue her, they make sure to show that she can rescue herself. You know, when right. when normally uh, she would, like, have a romantic interest, she doesn't. Like, all these things. Yep. But in this movie, it's done so organically in the – within the thread of the plot, it doesn't feel heavy handed and it totally works. And I do think that that is interesting. I was thinking as a girl and Chris, you had mentioned this, if you had girls, what a wonderful movie for them to see and to be inspired by. And, uh, and, and for guys too, for boys too, to, to see that it's that all, you know, all heroes aren't, aren't male. And, and so I thought, I thought it was, it got its message across while still being really entertaining and not too over the top with it. Yep. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I totally agree. Yeah. And I think the point you make is really valid in that I think the characters service the plot very well, too. So it doesn't seem so heavy handed. Maui is who he is and Moana is who she is. And it's not like when 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 Maui wants to try and save her or whatever, he almost gets annoyed and he feels like he should be able to to do what he's supposed to be able to do. But she's able to take the next step and and fill in and do it anyway. And they, there's that mutual respect that grows throughout the course of the film that I think is 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 really good in servicing the plot. And rather than it just being like you said, just this wink and nod and nudge nudge like, oh, we're we're progressive. Yeah, we you know, we, we get it, guys. You know, we, we don't want to have all this stuff. And I really feel like it is it is within uh, the, the course of, of the actual plot rather than just these wink winks at the audience trying to say, hey, we understand, we're, we're trying to do something new. Um, I, I really, I really appreciated that quite a bit. Yeah. What did you Anything guys, else? Yeah. What did you oh, guys think about the, the ocean as a character and the chicken? <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right. right. No, so I, th- I, that's what it's because I've, I, I've talked with a couple of other people since I saw it that have seen it and some people hate the chicken and some people love the chicken. Uh, and so I'm just curious. I'm just curious how that landed. With I you mean, guys. Uh, honestly, you know, slapstick is just I think it, it, it's funny. It, it brings in the certain, you know, certain group of kids. You've got the younger kids there. And so yeah. they've got to have something there that they really like cling to. And that brightly colored chicken, I have to say, I laughed I laughed really hard when he did that whole bowl thing, you know, up and top, up and top. Up. Even though I knew what they were doing, I was manipulated as a, a joke for a two year old. I still had fun with it. I mean, he's silly. He's it's dumb, but I still think again, you know, it pays off in the end. Um, it's something that I I was like, why are we? Why is this chicken here? Oh, I understand. That's why. He, Sounds why like Daniel there. didn't like the chicken, Daniel. No, I mean it was fine. I I thought it was uh, you know it gave a good. I didn't laugh really hard. I it, <laughs> it gave me a few laughs here or there but i i mean i could take or leave it if they if they cut it out if they cut the stupid chicken out of the movie i'd be okay daniel you but, have a cold uh, dead heart you have a cold uh, i mean that's been established yeah but. 
right. I think the well, la- the the moment I laughed loudest was when he peed in the water. That joke yes. was funny. <laughs> yes, that was. It's getting warmer. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, and, that, and that's a joke too that our kids didn't quite understand. Uh, yeah. Brenna got, I think, more than Kayla. She's like, I don't understand. Why is it warmer? What is going on? Uh, yeah. So that was it. Was one of those funny ones. Yeah. I think seeing seeing my kids laugh at that chicken made me love the chicken too. Yeah. They're just yeah. having so much fun. So it made me. Love yeah. It. It's just it's just, it's silly. It's silly. Just silly fun. That is what that 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 character is. The now, as far as part of that chicken, however, is the little clip of Alan Tudyk yes! doing his. Yeah. yeah. His, yes. Chicken impersonations and then being grumpy because he went to Juilliard or something. It's hysterical. <laughs> that, that was the, you guys, if you haven't seen that, go on YouTube, uh, um, uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios official YouTube channel, and there's a behind the scenes. Alan Tudyk, if you're not familiar, he was on um, uh, Firefly. For, uh, Firefly and Serenity. He's you know he's just a geek guy, uh, very well known in circles, and he does the voice for Hey Hey, which is the chicken, and uh, it, it's hilarious. He he does a really good job of doing that. It's funny because. This is he he voices this character and he also is going to be voicing the droid in Rogue One, another uh, Disney property. So he's uh, he's getting he's around also, his he's been uh, in the last like five Disney movies in a row too. Hmm. It's like his fifth, like fourth or fourth or fifth in a row. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. I, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. He's, he's definitely, he's got a friend in Disney someplace. I don't, I don't know where, <laughs> but he's got a friend in Disney. Absolutely. So How about sorry. the water? Did you? You were saying you didn't. I I like the water. The, the, we watched a, all. I mean, our kids have just been eating up everything. So we watched a trailer on uh, not a trailer, but a featurette on why they did that. Um, because in the culture, they actually do believe that the ocean is right. a an actual character, is an actual thing, uh, that it's alive. And I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting because she's the chosen one. Of course, would speak to her and and help her and be the kind of magic force, uh, you know, Star Wars force uh, for her to, when she needs a push, she gets it. Uh, I, I like that. I think it was a, it was a neat little magic uh, nod. You know what I mean? That was I good. agree. And I like the way they were able to show emotion just through the water. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 It really is a great movie. I, I think I really, I don't have too much, I, I really don't have anything bad to say about it. I, I think it's it's a really, I mean, I don't know if we you spoke a little bit about it, but as far as like the actual look of the film, I mean, come on, it's gorgeous. That, that, it's it's that, as good as anything that you can that's yeah. out there. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The, and the it final is. the final sequence um, when they're they're fighting the lava monster. Oh my gosh! Like the scale of that. There's a moment where the camera pulls back, and you see everything like the whole the island that she's standing mm-hmm. on and the lava monster and maui and uh, her boat down on the, the on the uh the sand of the shore or whatever and it's just like whoa <laughs> like wow this is this is where we are right now this almost photorealistic uh look of stuff is just it's mind-blowing i don't i can't imagine how many computers it took to render all this stuff and how long that takes and to know that this stuff was has been going on for you know like probably two years what they're doing right now is going to look even better like it's just it's mind-blowing i mean it really it's really incredible stuff uh i love it It love every second of it yeah. Hey, real quick, I guess we could have talked about this not in spoilers, but uh, what did y'all think of the short film beforehand, Inner Workings? Oh, Any yeah. Opinions yeah. on it? That was interesting. You know, I, I have two minds about those things. Number one, I kind of wish they would be after the movie as more of an option, just because 
No, you don't. My, that's my a, kids. That's a terrible yeah, that's idea. terrible. My kid. No, no, because my kid. Those, they're always not. They're not what the, the kids really want to watch, and they're a little bit, uh, as far as children go, a little less interesting. I find. Uh, they're just not. They're a little. Not, I don't want to say boring, but they are. They're a little more artistic, a little bit more on the edge of things. That's what I'm saying. My my kids are just like, oh, why can't we see Moana? I want to see Moana, not this weird yeah. heart brain thing. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was really it was really well done. But it's really strange. What did you think of that melody? I liked the short film. I didn't think the kids were bored or confused. I mean, they didn't completely get it. But Chris, were you bored? Sweet. Were you the one? Yeah, I may have fallen asleep. I don't know. I'm just joking. I, no, no. I actually got I a phone it. call. It, the movie was about to start, so I came in at the very end of that. So I didn't I didn't see it. I thought oh. I was surprised. It seemed so similar to Inside Out. I mean, I know it was different, but it was extremely yeah. similar to Inside Out. So I just thought it was kind of weird that it was so similar. But I mean, it was it was fine on its own. Yeah, that is an interesting point. I didn't really think about that too much because it's more like a yeah, yeah. I don't know, Daniel. You just hate everything tonight. You've just taken Josh's place since he's not here. I, I had somebody had to do it, but I love Moana, so there you go. Okay. <laughs> no, and actually, I think you can even go online and watch it. I think that's available to watch for free, I believe, someplace. But sure. um, anyway, so yeah, no, I, it was fine. It was passable. I just, you know, I'd rather just get right into it. I, I, I appreciate what they're doing. Obviously, I do. They're giving, uh, you know, up-and-coming directors an opportunity to do something that's going to be seen. Uh, and obviously, most of the time, it's very well done and well-crafted usually wins the Oscar. So, you know, it's great. It's great. But I just, I wish it would be somewhere else, I guess. No, I'm being honest. that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. You're no, terrible. You are You're terrible. All right. Anything else we want to say about Moana or other things? I don't think so. Nothing. Nope. All right. We're going to dive into the top three. Three, two, one. The top three. All right, so for our top three on this episode, we have decided to embrace the holiday spirit, sort of, by discussing our top three movies that are sort of Christmas movies. So movies that take place maybe around Christmas but aren't exactly Christmas-themed. Now, when I was first presented with this idea for using this as our top three, the clear, correct answer came to my mind immediately – so I personally had trouble thinking of a top three since the number one is so clearly correct in my mind. But <laughs> I'm willing to listen to the rest of you <laughs> and your top threes, uh, and I'll contribute to the top three as well. That so seems very judgmental with... before we've even started. <laughs> yeah, it's very much like I know when you don't. Jeez. I, well, I am 100% convinced none of you will agree with me, but that's okay because I'm leading this segment. So, oh man, that bums me out because I, I have the exact same opinion. I think there is an absolutely <laughs> a right answer to this question. Yeah. So, but there you go. Melody says she doesn't think we agree. I can already so. tell you my number one is not what yours are, and so <laughs> you're all wrong. So there you I was about go. to say, I, I think I probably have a different number one as well. So we're, we're going to see. This is going to be an interesting uh-huh. night. This is going to be interesting. interesting. All right, well... <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna hear from Chad first. Chad, yeah. what's your number three? My number three is a movie that I saw when I was young. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I know I was too young to see this movie. But my parents didn't know any better, and so we saw it. 
and that movie is Gremlins, Ooh, uh, yes. the original Gremlins, and it was really kind of cutting edge. It had a lot to do with the PG-13 rating being created because it's pretty violent, but Gizmo was so cute that we convinced our parents that it was just, oh, it's a cute movie, and it, and it wasn't, but it was scary, but also hilarious, and when you're young, and you know, I was I wasn't super, super young, but young enough that uh, it was kind of like the first kind of dark-ish kind of comedy slash horror, I guess, movie. Uh, and so for me, it's always had a special place in my heart. The sequels are terrible. Sequel is terrible, I should say. But the first one's pretty dang good. So Gremlins is my number three. There nice. you have it. I figured that would be on someone's list. All right, Chris, what is your number three? My number three, you know, I'll be honest with you, the sequel to this movie probably had more of an impact on me. I remember buying uh, or getting for Christmas a voice recorder. I can't remember what it's called. I think it was called the Record Boy, I think is what it was called at the time. I'll have to look that up and let you know for sure. But the the first one I've seen a thousand times, maybe everybody says, uh, anyway, for me, Home Alone is definitely uh, uh, number three for me because it's not really about Christmas but it takes place during that time. So Home Alone for me, mm. number three. That may be my See, wife's I, favorite all-time Christmas movie. It's yeah, not really a Christmas movie. I decide if that was a kind of that, That's a Christmas, Christmas movie. How yeah. is that a Christmas movie? If it happens at Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. I need to establish this before my list continues. Okay, that's yeah. all I'm going to say. I'm just right. saying that one is very clearly Christmassy. Sure. Christmas, sure. It's about that, Christmas. It's not about Christmas. It's about him protecting his. It just happens that that is the best scenario to get his family Chris, out of the out of the city. Out of the family. It's about. Yeah. It's about family. That's right. It's about. It's about him like really hurting bad guys for an hour and a half. It's great. Mm, ornaments will, and Christmas materials. Uh, that's right. I will allow well, this, but towing the line. Towing. The I don't line. think so. I don't think so. All right, Daniel. What's your number three? I actually, after I suggested this topic, I realized I because I had I had one in mind. Like I said, I think there is an absolutely correct answer to this question, and so that's why I suggested it because I wanted to talk about that one. But yeah. then I realized, crap, I, I don't have many other movies to put on this list. <laughs> this is your fault. This is so, your fault. Um, so uh, I kind of I, I stretched because I don't consider things like Home Alone like basically movies that aren't traditionally thought of. Like Home Alone is one of the 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 obvious Christmas movies that everybody talks about. Elf is obvious. It's a you know, movie. all those all those movies are Christmas movies. So I was I was trying to think of just movies that happened to be set at Christmas, didn't have to do with anything about family or or Santa Claus or anything like that. So I mean, uh, my Home Alone movie, has nothing to do with Santa Claus, my friend. But you know, uh, he talks to Santa Claus for quite a while. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. Uh, my number three pick is dark and weird and fantastic, and that is Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, really mm-hmm. excellent, really excellent movie. So, yeah, I, think, I feel like I feel like we have a very small pool of movies to choose from here. <laughs> That's what know. I'm saying. I don't think so. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> it, I fully take responsibility. <laughs> it's it's still an interesting theme, though. It's an interesting theme. Yes. All right. Well, for my list, as I scoured my mind for movies that would fit into this category. All that could seem to come to my mind were like romantic comedies, which I'm not currently a huge fan of romantic comedies, but there was a season in my life where I liked such movies. And so I have many of them in my mind that take place around Christmas. However, this one, I don't know if it's necessarily a romantic comedy, but 
it's it's one of the great movies of all time and also has some christmas time in it and that is when harry met sally so that is my number mm. three great you're movie. welcome people yes you're it is welcome. a wonderful movie you are the list master tonight so i guess you can pick whatever you want okay great what what do you have a problem with no i don't there was christmas things <laughs> in that movie for sure yeah uh, definitely it's yeah. kind of a christmas movie it's, i think it works it kind of works it definitely works <laughs> all right looking for i could give you all the plot points but i'll spare you could all you right. could you Let's reenact the uh, restaurant scene, Melody? No, what the heck is <laughs> happening right now? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> what is wrong with it's you? The iconic scene from the film, Chris. You can play the other role. Of, well, I guess not. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did this conversation go? Yeah, oh, what? calm it down, people. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right, let's move along. Chad, what's your number two? My number two is a comedy that I have probably seen conservatively 40 times and that is a movie starring dan Aykroyd and eddie murphy trading places i certainly hope there's enough space on the train for me nenge nenge Yomboko from cameroon do you remember me it's lionel joseph lionel from the African Education Conference, right? Yes, Simon. I was director of cultural events at the Haile Selassie Pavilion. I remember the pavilion. We had big fun there. Bukwili, bukwili, bukwili. Ha! Bukwili, bukwili, bukwili. Ha! Mortimer, we're back. Have you guys even seen this movie? Do you even know <laughs> yes. what I'm talking about? Yes, of course. I have not. Oh, Daniel. Oh, so it's I'm a sorry. Mo- it's a movie where Dan Aykroyd is a stockbroker kind of guy, and Eddie Murphy is homeless, and they trade places for a reason, and hilarity ensues. And it legitimately is hilarious. Even to this day, it stands up as, as a great comedy, and it's over Christmas time, and there's snow on the ground, so that's it. Trading places. Nice. There you have it. All right, uh, Chris, what's your number two? My number two uh, is about a person who is uh, trapped in a place and there are people who are invading that place and he must defend uh, d- defend that place against the oncomers. I'm not talking about Home Alone. I'm talking about Die Hard. Uh, <laughs> Die Hard is my number nice. two. Now, this is one of those, I think, that is made, this, is, this list is made for because it is, a movie that just so happens to take place around Christmas time, um, but uh, Die Hard for me is uh, is number two. What a great movie! Indeed, nice. that is a good selection. All right, Daniel, what's your number two? For my number two pick, we had to go with something by Shane Black. Most of the movies that he that he's written and directed yeah. take place at Christmas, so there are lots of his movies to choose from for this list. So I went with. I feel like this is going to be controversial. Please do I not went, say. Please do not say Iron Man three. If you say Iron it Man, it is 3, Iron Man three. Oh my god! The movie's yeah. terrible. That movie is awful. It is a terrible movie. That you is, know what? No. You are no longer allowed to choose our top three topics, <laughs> Daniel. This is what the last is wrong time. Happens? What is wrong with Iron Man three? It everything. Everything. Everything what? is wrong with that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Daniel, you, know, that you, you guys terrible. know you are the minority in that, right? Just so you're aware. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're not 100%. the minority. We're the no, ones no, who are correct. Who it's got a seventy-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That doesn't just, have anything to do with anything. People just were just saying. blinded just by saying, Marvel. Man. They were blinded by their marvelness, and they didn't realize about being blinded by. No, trust me. <laughs> Boo. Trust me. That's fair, Daniel. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> you know what? 
you're wrong. You're wrong about this. So you. anyway, <laughs> Daniel, you're Iron right about Chris, but you're wrong about it. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. Fantastic movie. That's my number two pick. Interesting. That's okay. Well, that is interesting indeed. All right. My number two is also Chris's number two. Die Hard clearly has to be on this list. Of course. As a Christmas, but not Christmas movie. So there it is. As number two, not number one. Just saying. Yeah. All right. Chad, what's your number one? I left Die Hard off of my list because to me it was the most obvious choice. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but, and because the real number one best Christmas, non Christmas movie of all time is Rocky Four. Right. In I your knew face. You were say that. <laughs> because if That's I could change list. and you could change, everybody could change. <laughs> The end. Rocky is the greatest. I love Rocky so much, as you all know. And Rocky Four, Ivan Drago, they brought the world together. He single-handedly ended the Cold War on Christmas Day. The end. I must break wow. you. That is a lot of passion for Rocky Four. Yeah, lots of passion. Okay. That's on Fair my uh, on my runners up. It definitely is on my runners up. Yep, didn't come across my radar, but good choice. All right, <laughs> uh, Chris, what's your number one? Well, it's already been mentioned, uh, but it definitely is Batman Returns for me. I mean, if a Batman is going to be a possibility for a list, it's probably going to be my number one. But I love Batman Returns. It is a really, oh, it's dark. It's crazy. It takes place during Christmas. It's uh, it's a good time. It really is. Batman Returns. It's a bonkers movie. It is just Weird. Yeah, I revisited Great. it not too long ago, and I was like, "This is insane!" Yeah. It is. It is so. It is. It. It's one of those movies where <clears throat> the first one is really grounded and gritty, and it's building this world that is really strange and like Art Deco, and just re- feels very, very gothic. And then this one feels dark, but also brutal. Like, yeah, unbelievable. Like there are people biting the body parts and blood and ooze and it, it sewers it's kinda, and it's gross it's kind of gross, gross. Yeah. it is gross it's oh i love it though it's really yeah. it's good it's a good thing yeah. great movie why are you doing this let's just take him to the police then we can go home together selena Don't you see? We're the same. We're the same. Split. Right up the center. Selena, please. Bruce, I would, I would love to live with you in your castle. Forever, just like in a fairy tale. I just couldn't live with myself. So don't pretend this is a happy ending. All right. Well, I am very curious to hear Daniel's number one since he thinks he has the correct answer. So share it with us, Daniel. (laughs) Yes, the correct answer, which uh, so far everyone has gotten incorrect. uh, But at least it was on your lists. Or no, it was only on Chris's list. Die Hard. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It was on Melody's list as well. Die Hard yeah. is the right answer. Uh, so you all lose. That <laughs> is what this list is made for. Yes, it's the obvious answer. It is the best Christmas movie of all time. Any category. It is one of my favorite Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ever. Hang on. 
You think oh, it's yeah. the best Christmas movie in any category? Yeah, but people always give me that reaction. That's why I suggested this top three list. But you yeah. appreciate Die Hard. At least. Oh, I love Die me. Hard. I Everybody Die Hard is wonderful. I'm not Thank sure I Hard. could find a better movie, but I have to think about it. <laughs> there isn't there isn't a better action it is the best action movie of all time there's no yeah. doubt about that but the best christmas movie i think if i'm thinking christmas yes that fits into the category but i'm not sure i would say it's the best christmas movie of all time uh, right but, but it's one of the best movies maybe. of all time I have to think about it it's one yeah. of the best movies it, of all time be. and so it happens to be set at christmas so that's okay. that's that's my train of thought there touching cowboy touching or should i call you Mr. McLean. Mr. Officer John McLean of the New York Police Department. Get on the phone to Harry in New York. Come on, baby, move. move. Got it. Then you can hold to somebody in dispatch. Sister Teresa called me Mr. McLean in the third grade. My friends call me John. So okay. that's why I suggested this top three list. It's so, okay, guys. I think we can all agree that Iron Man 3 is still terrible. No. Oh my gosh, what a terrible pick. Terrible. You are yes. wrong. That is, that is a great movie. This is a conversation for another time. It's a great movie. That it's really fantastic. not. It's it really, really not. Do you no, remember the last act of that film? Yes. Five million Iron Man dudes flying around like fireworks That's in the really sky. Awesome. I'm uh, shocked. I, for one, am shocked that Chris, of all people, does not like that movie. I agree hey guys, with that, Daniel. I'm shocked, too. <laughs> it, it, it was shocking even for me. Look, we, we've reviewed that movie, and, and I think that when I opened my mouth and said I did not enjoy it, I believe the air was let out of everybody else's lungs. They were like, true. what? How did you not like this movie? I'll revisit it. I like Shane Black. I like him a lot. I think he's a Thanks. great director. I, Hey, Chris, we just, we saw his, let what? me save you some time. It's not worth no. it. No. The whole PTSD it. thing, man, it was excellent. Yeah, that's right. He, 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 hey, that's right. I remember now. How he are we talking that about kid. Iron Man 3? He befriends that, that kid and that kid nah. like make, makes an Iron Man suit. That's the dumbest yeah, thing. That happened. That's and the it was dumbest awful. thing. That's, that's really, it doesn't Can't really make That's the dumbest thing. It does not win. It does not win. Okay. Well, clearly it seems that Daniel was actually correct that Die Hard might be the winner of this since three out of the four of us had it on our list. And none of the rest of you have the correct answer on your list. So Die Hard can be crowned our winner because it probably should be. Except for this gem of a film that is actually the best Christmas movie of all time. And one of my top five films, probably, maybe, maybe not anymore. But it has many happy memories, okay? And that is While You Were Sleeping. No. Great. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> you have Bobby okay. were sleeping <laughs> over when Harry <laughs> met Sally. Yeah. That is, is that yeah, true. Wait, yeah, that's true. Wait, what's with that? Reality. Hang on. It has Hang many on. happy memories in my life and many quotables that I share with people that I love. Were you dating so. Chris when you saw that movie? I mean, I don't yeah. understand. I no, I don't think so. Actually, Harry Mansour is so far is so much better than yeah. While you were yeah, yes, you are right. Agreed. It is a better. It is a better film. However, while you're sleeping, is a special film to me. So okay, that's fair. deal with it. Well, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Deal with it. So, special to me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Die Hard wins. Uh, the end. Yeah. And Iron Man Three is really special to me. Oh so, my no. god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're listening to the Screeners Podcast. 
thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Screeners. We hope you've enjoyed the show. As always, we'd like you to reach out to us on Facebook, read the stories, interact, join the conversation around the movies and the news that we're talking about. Let us know what you'd like for us to talk about. Let us know if you agree with Daniel that Iron Man 3 is actually good. Uh, yep. Or if you agree with everybody else that it's really terrible, um, it's let us know what you would like for us to review. We're about to come up on Oscar season, so there's lots of movies that we think you may be interested in. Let us know what you'd like us to review, and we'll see if we can force Chris to watch one of those movies. Uh, <laughs> nope. As always, you can follow us at Twitter, at ScreenersCast. You can send us an email to ScreenersCast at gmail.com. And if you get a moment, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Join us next time when we will be doing an in-depth review of the first season of Westworld. We'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.